Running Sentences presents Polyarts, Episode 3, A Deal or Not. The deal for the Yard Council's budget comes under scrutiny as the Commissioner runs into issues dealing with an art gallery opening. This is a work of fiction. All of the characters, names, businesses, and events are purely from the author's imagination. Any such resemblance to actual people in living or dead, or any actual events, is purely accidental and coincidental. Copyright 2020, Running Sentences Podcast. Things have settled down at the Art Council, except for Hook, who is continually trying to push his agenda, while Alice tries her best to find ways around him. Lawrence, meanwhile, finds himself running between the two with his head cut off like a chicken, though his head was still on. It has been a few days since our last episode of Trouble had popped up. Hook is at his desk trying to sort through the usual paperwork in the early morning of his art council routine. He glances blankly at signs where Lawrence points to him to sign his flourish of a signature, a mere fast scribble that looks similar to a signature but is more or less just a scribble. And this is also his hand doesn't fall off from signing so many pieces of paper. What are these papers again? Ah, these are the final papers to make sure that you're anointed the commissioner of the art council, sir. Haven't we already done this? Um, well, I think yes and no. You did it for the state senate and the governor, I believe. But this time it's for the artists themselves who like to have that assurance. At least that's what Alice told me. The artists? They have that much say in the matter? And what is this state coming to? From what I understand, sir, they have some say in the matter. They tend to complain and won't work with people that they don't approve of. But if they did that, they wouldn't have any funds, would they? I, I don't know. I could check for an answer if you like, Commissioner. Yes, along with your other work, please go check that. Not that I need to know the answer. <sighs> I, well, I need to know how things work around here, so I guess I do need to know if I'm to have any success. Hook finished signing the last paper and hands it over to Lawrence, who takes it and grabs the rest of the pile of signed papers. He then moves to leave the room with his pile of papers and stops having remembered something important by the door. Ah, yes, Commissioner, it's time for your first Arts Council meeting of the staff. Hook. Looks over, surprised, and then slowly rises from his chair. About time. Why haven't we done this meeting previously? Hook made his way over to the door, where Lawrence has still had the door handle in his hand while juggling the papers. I believe Alice had to get everyone to agree to come up to here. They all work in field offices and rarely come up to the main office. They don't like it, I think. But she insisted that they come. He should have insisted on it. Meeting your new boss for the first time is a very important matter that the staff should know. Uh, yes, sir. As they step out of the office and head down the hallway, they run into Alice. She was standing outside of the meeting room, looking into it rather darkly, the gathering masses. She was doing her best to try and not bite at her thumbnail as she stared, and Hook and Lawrence both strolled up to her without her noticing. Ah, Miss Alice, I wondered where you were and when you'd come into work. I was working the early morning oil away before you even came in, and before you could run off for lunch to some senatorial staff meeting. Or is there some other matter that needs to be attended to before your work here at the Art Council? 
I resent that, and if you don't clean up your act, I'll start my search again for that red button. I know you're afraid of it. My apologies. All of the staff coming to headquarters makes me uncomfortable. They tend to poke around and nitpick at things that they don't have the least bit of knowledge in, and it gets on my nerves. That's no excuse. If you can't handle yourself professionally, perhaps you should sit this meeting out. She flashed a big smile. Oh, with pleasure, sir. I will walk by Lawrence's desk waiting for you. She walked off, leaving Lawrence and Hook standing outside the meeting room. Um, Commissioner, um, perhaps that wasn't the wisest move. She does know everyone and can smooth through the rough edges of meetings. I, I've seen her do it at least once. Well, we will just have to prove that we can do it without her, Lawrence. You know at least some of these people, right? I, I know a few. Good. That's good enough for me. Hook entered the conference room while Lawrence hung back a bit, looking uncertain. A second later, Hook poked his head back out and furiously waved him to join him, which he does. Once they were both inside, Hook made his way through the meeting room crowd, headed towards the coffee and pastries that had been set up on a side table. He, however, kept getting moved away as there were a few too many people stuffed around the table containing the treats. It took him a few minutes to make his way through and get to the table, only to find that he had been picked clean. He glared over at Lawrence, annoyed by this. Is there a problem, sir? There is no food and drink. Ah, yes. Alice warned me that the workers would take everything and leave nothing for anyone else. It Treats and snacks and little things are the only way to get people to come here from the sub-offices. Never mind, then. Can you get their attention for me? Very well. Attention! The group all turned and looked at Hook and Lawrence and almost staring them down. Yep, thank you, Lawrence. Much appreciated. The group gave a sarcastic applaud to Lawrence, which dies out. They then turn their harsh gaze onto Hook alone as Lawrence steps off to the side, not wanting to draw any more attention to himself. Yes, well, I'll keep this brief. I just wanted to thank you all for coming here when you're so busy. I need to tell you, though, that the budget isn't what it used to be. I'm a politician who was put here to straighten out the ship and get things back into order, and that's what I intend to do. Budgets will have to be cut, smashed, and then reorganized under a better, newer system that I'm working on. Any questions about all of that? The group of workers kept stone dead quiet while continuing to glare. Lawrence quietly stepped back up to his side. Was that all you wanted these fine people for, sir? Yes, yes. I wanted to rouse all of my new workers with the news that they had need to work hard and prove that they have a need for their budget. Are you with me, workers? As he was saying this, though, the group of workers with the remainders of coffee and pastries had quickly filtered towards the exit, leaving them. After a few more seconds, Lawrence and Hook were left standing there alone. Um, would you like me to get you a cup of coffee, sir? Um, from the regular machine, not the crappy one? Yes, please, Lawrence, and make it a strong one. I'm going to be puzzling over the idea of whether that was a good or bad meeting for a while. The two then headed for the exit with Hook waving Lawrence out in front of him so that he could go get the coffee and he made his way back towards his office. On Hook's way back, found Alice sitting by Lawrence's desk waiting for him while reading a file. She looked unbusy, which for some reason annoyed him, and he decided he shall try and get by her without drawing her attention. She had already seen him over the file, though. Good meeting, sir. 
Yes, the best I've had in quite some time. It was stunning the way they grabbed on to my words. They grabbed the food and drink and made a run for it, didn't they? They stayed around for the small speech. Lawrence came over holding a hot cup of coffee and trying desperately not to spill it. Well, that's better than some of the things they do. By the way, I wondered if you knew about the opening of an art gallery in the capital. It's not a big thing, but it would make sense for you to go to it. Does the commissioner of the art council go do such menial tasks? It seems like something that you, Alice, should do. Uh, here's your coffee, sir. And from what Alice has told me about your job, yes. About five times over, you'll be doing these little small jobs to keep people pleased should they come up. Oh, I think I'll think about it. <laughs> is this politically connected in any way? I mean, is this gonna make me look good? I believe the gallery is owned by the daughter of a state senator who is the head of the budget commission. Hook had reached out for the cup of coffee from Lawrence, but stopped short when he heard that. Well, I guess, well then, I'll have to really think about this. I mean, this seems like it might be a good thing if we can help ease the budget. Um, is there anything else pressing for today at this council? Not on my end. Um, there is some more paperwork for extended contracts on the museum that needs to be looked over, but I'm, I think it can wait for at least tomorrow. It's not pressing, sir. I'll get to that later then. But for now, I will drink my coffee in my office. He grabbed the coffee and headed into his office as both Alice and Lawrence watched. She then also rose to leave, but first looked at her office and then back at Lawrence. Remember, if he does anything, please let me know what he's up to. Anything and everything? Use your best judgment. You are at least a civil servant, and our good judgment is the least that we have. And don't think I don't know about the slap on the wrist. I'm keeping my eye on you, so I do need to know things. She then strolled off towards her office, leaving Lawrence to sit down at his desk. The morning had sped by in uneventfulness of papers and signing them after reading the basics of what they said. It was not what Hook had expected from the Art Council, but it was what he had to do as he finished with the latest signing of papers that Lawrence had given him. All of this left him rather down and dreary with boredom as it all seemed to go on and on. Lawrence, however, seemed ambivalent at all of this as he stood overseeing the papers once again. Lawrence, I've been thinking about this party or gallery opening or whatever it is that it's being called. Oh, what about it? I'm trying to figure out if I should go or not. I mean, I'm not very good at parties. Well, it would be good to go and be seen as the Art Council Commissioner. On the other hand, it might be good not to go. You could appear to be needy and want to be seen in public since you are the Commissioner, after all. Or it could go a long way to showing you care about the arts. I... it could go either way. Which is it? Well, I don't know. A lot of good you are, Lawrence. Have you ever been to one of these events? Um, no sir, I have not. Would you like to go to one? I feel like I should at least make an appearance at this thing and it would go a long way if somebody went with me. I don't know, I, I suppose I could go if only to see what it is and what it's all about. Good, that's settled then. You and me at this event, when is this event? Tonight, sir. It starts about 9pm. Shouldn't you bring your wife though, instead of me? 
Uh, well, she dislikes art that is out there, and since I don't know if this is some sort of abstract thing, and it's best, I think, not to risk bringing her. I hope it isn't one of those dressed-down events. I only have nice suits and feel uncomfortable in anything people these days consider comfortable. Um, I'll check to see how fancy the dress is, but I'm sure you'll be fine. Even if you're out of place in a suit, you might just get mistaken for a piece of art. That, Lawrence, is not helpful. Lawrence added for the door, a little sheepish. I'm sorry, sir. I'll just go check on that for you. Hook returned to signing the papers that he'd been given, but soon tires of them and lets his head slump onto his desk murmuring something about his name and signing a few more papers. The afternoon sped by and on its way to evening, and Hook headed home to wait for the night to spring into action. When it came about, he dressed in his usual suit and set out for the new gallery in his car. The trip, thankfully, didn't take long, letting him get to the parking lot of this new art gallery at 8.55pm. He stepped out of his car and began walking across the parking lot in his fine suit. He didn't spot anyone familiar, but pressed onwards anyways towards the main entrance and entered the building. He found himself in an art gallery of abstract art. There was paintings on the walls, the ceilings, and the floor, and little figurines all about the place. He stared for a minute and then found himself looking around to see if there was a reception. His eyes found the very bored receptionist at the front desk, holding a clipboard and waving her hands over at him to try and get his attention to bring him over. Yes, is there something I can help you with? Or is you the receptionist of this gallery or the owner or anyone associated with it? I work here and I am checking people in for the opening. You are? Oh, right, I'm Morgan Hook, the state senator for the District 5, and I've been named the commissioner for the State Art Council. The receptionist looked him over and before handing over the clipboard. Congrats. Sign your name in the next free space in the bottom of the sheet. Hook quickly looked over the clipboard and then signed the sheet to the dangling pen that was chained to the clipboard. Is that all? Um, you're free to wander the first floor and only the main floor. She used her hand to signify the room which she could see. All of this area that you can see, you can explore. The owner of the Fun Time Good Time Gallery will be around within a couple of minutes to see to the guests. Please enjoy your time at the art gallery. The receptionist snatched the clipboard back, leaving Hook to wander. He walked a bit around the space, looking at the strange paintings before stopping at the single strip of paint on the floor that had been surrounded by caution cones. This is odd. Why did somebody still paint in such a manner? State Senator Boulder and his wife walked past just as he said this and caused the senator to come to a stop. Morgan Hook, is that you? Hook turned around hoping to see Lawrence and does his best to mask his disappointment. Uh, oh, uh, nice to see you, Senator Boulder. I have heard that you have something to do with the opening of this gallery. You're damned right. I funded the establishment and not with the help of your new little office. But didn't you push the funds to the Art Council specifically so that your daughter could have money to open this place? Hook glanced over at Boulder's wife and then back at Boulder. Did he now? Well, I, I suppose that one has a very good reason for doing such things. The Art Council can look past many, many things for the sake of art, and I'm sure this is one of those things. The money came from my directive, 
And the funds are for people who wish to open art galleries, not just my daughter. Thank you. Come, dear. We have so much art to look at tonight. It's all weird stuff, though. Yes, and you'll like it if you want your daughter to be happy tomorrow morning. She dragged Balder away and was soon replaced by a reporter who waltzed over. Hook tried to look back at the art while the reporter edged closer and closer until they were standing next to one another. They were both looking at a piece of melted tin can shaped to look like a fired shell casing. Excuse me, are you Morgan Hook, the new art council commissioner? <laughs> yes, I am. Who are you? Just a lowly reporter for the local newspaper. I was wondering what brought you down here tonight. Oh, well, the commissioner's office wanted to be seen. We want the arts to know that we care about them, and that's why I'm here. To show art I care. Good, good. Now, do you have an answer that isn't so by the book cliche? Well, my office helps fund the gallery, so of course we want to see what they're doing. We support the arts, and if you report that this is anything to do with the funding my department gets because the state senator Boulder is here, well, I could deny that right away. Oh, Boulder is here. Good. He's much more interesting. The reporter rushed off towards a group of people in hopes of finding him. Hook, annoyed by this sudden intrusion and then departure, glanced at the art and then the people around him. This resulted in him coming to the conclusion that he'd spent all the time he needed to here and headed for the door. Hook exited the gallery as a group of reporters and the reporter Grant Ulysses is gathered near the entrance, all of them surrounding a young woman who appeared to be loudly holding court, with all of the press paying attention to her. Hook, curious to see what was going on, paused near them on his way back to the parking lot. I just... I wanted to say that it's thanks to the great state and the state art council that this project came to life. Without them, this would be nowhere near complete, and artists everywhere would not have a place to show off their work. Dominica, would you say that the Arts Commission was helpful in getting this set up? I, I would hope so. I should hope so. It's one of the things that we can make sure happens. Arts needs to be funded, and as the new commissioner of the Arts Council, I will make sure that do just that. Thank you for your help, Commissioner. Do you have anything else you would like to say on the matter, Mr. Hook? No, no, this is this, this, is this young lady's night, not mine. I'm merely here to see the opening as a guest. Good night. Hook hurries off towards his car with hope that none of the reporters would follow him, and was quickly secured in knowing that no one was interested in following him and out to his car. He quickly got into his car and got it into gear and then out of the parking lot so that he could get home and get a good night's rest. The next morning, Hook pulled into his parking spot at the Art Council building. Standing a safe distance away was Lawrence, holding some files as Hook finished putting his vehicle in park and got out. Lawrence waited a second to make sure that nothing bad would happen before approaching. Where were you last night, Lawrence? Uh, apologies, sir. I got caught and I got stuck in traffic due to a car accident on the highway. By the time I got home, I had time for a meal and I figured a small nap. The nap, however, took over and I didn't wake up until this morning. Well, uh, when you say you'll be somewhere, Lawrence, please, in the future, try and be there. You missed a very important event. I did the council of quite proud. Lawrence held out a newspaper. I saw, sir. You're on both the front and back page of the paper. Hook snatched it away. Excellent news. For once, people are recognizing me and what I bring to the political table. Shall we go in? Of course. After you, sir. 
Hook and Lawrence head for the front entrance via the sidewalk, with Hook paying more attention to the newspaper than where he was going. I can't wait to see Alice's reaction. She will be both disappointed and happy, I'm guessing. Conflict that will make her explode, and then I'll no longer have to deal with her. Alice, on the other hand, was already in her office and sits at her desk glancing over the morning paper and other papers that needed to be attended to today. Her cell phone rings and she pulled it out of her pocket to see who was calling her. She sees the name Lucia on the screen and quickly hits accept the call. Her stomach sinks as she hopes it isn't the same Lucia for Baldur's office. Hello? Alice, you have a problem. That's not what I wanted to hear. What is my problem related to? This morning's newspaper, which I'm sure you've seen. The one with Dominico Boulder declaring that the Arts Council was solely responsible for her gallery being able to open? Yes. It appears Mr. Boulder wanted credit for what went on because it is his daughter after all and he wanted his name associated with the good press. And now he's throwing the typical political temper tantrum. Yes. <sighs> Alright, I'll tell my boss the bad news and see what we can do on our end. Please keep me updated if anything changes on your end. On it. Alice hung up the cell phone and tucked it back away into her purse. She took a second to rub her temples to stop the early morning headache from coming on before standing up and heading out the door. The loud voice of Hook could be heard coming through it. This is a glorious day for the Art Council. And me. Alice exited the office and headed down the hallway straight for Lawrence's desk with the hope of intercepting Hook and Lawrence stomping his way towards his office with the newspaper in front of him, holding it out so that he could admire her. Lawrence a few steps behind him and rushes ahead to open the door. The whole scene looked rather odd and out of place. Hook, though, does stop well short of his office door, and he notices Alice. Ah, Alice, have you seen the news? Yes, it's something I think we need to talk about. Hook nods as he is pleased with this news, and entered his office. He's followed shortly by Alice and then Lawrence. When they entered, Hook took to walking about the office with the paper displayed in front of him, taking in the sight in a circular and roundabout fashion. Alice went straight over to a chair and sat down to let Hook do his thing and figure out how she wanted to broach the topic of the newspaper. That left Lawrence, who had taken up a spot near the door after closing it. He was there just in case the commissioner looked like he wanted to march back out of the room and he could open the door easily. My first attempt at publicity for this job, and it ends up in a grand success. Um, yes, about that. No, there are no about that's to be had here. It was a success, and all without either of you helping me out one bit. No finely published PR machine, just pure humanity and talking to people. It was great. There really is only one line about you in both articles, though, sir. But we were mentioned as one of the major reasons for the gallery. Everyone will know about our jobs. That's a win, is it not? Not as great of a win as you might want, though. How? How is this not a win? Why are you taking this away? What would you say if this good PR came at the expense of the state senate budget commissioner? That we were merely doing our jobs to promote ourselves. We are the state arts council and we were there to make sure that art happened and that it got its due. What else could we do? 
I believe Miss Alice is trying to point out that because you were there getting our due, it failed to get the due that is due to Mr. Boulder? Exactly, in a less roundabout way. The state senator who controls our lovely state budget isn't happy with you once again. What? How? Why? What? What's even going on? I believe it is the standard line of assault against us, and Boulder will soon torpedo our agreed-upon budget. That's not good. We're gonna stop it. Yes, very not good, but it might be... It might be best for you to sit this out until we can bring you in safely from the cold, dark harshness that is Baldur's anger. We don't want to risk blowing the whole thing up again. It isn't my fault! No one is blaming you. Well, uh, uh, aside from Baldur, Commissioner, who, who controls so, so much power, he does seem to blame you. It is probably just a minor temper tantrum. This usually comes... When some other politician does well, especially one of the opposite party, don't like the other party looking good. And in this case, you look good. At his expense, might I add. Well, what's the plan to deal with this? And politicians don't throw temper tantrums, Alice. Apologies, sir. Of course, politicians don't do temper tantrums. That would give them a touch too much credit for dealing with things. The plan is a simple one, and if you leave it to me and Lawrence, everything should be fine. You just... Sit here and do your work. And what is my work for the day? You were to go see the new art gallery construction site, the one that's been having some troubles. Perhaps instead of that, you go to your state senate job for the day and avoid your colleagues there. No reason for you to be seen doing anything, really. Yes, might be best to avoid everyone today. They don't like people who have some sort of victory. Hook crumpled his newspaper and tossed it onto his desk and is out the door before either Alice or Lawrence can really say much to that. By the time that Lawrence and Alice have exited the office, Hook is already long gone. Lawrence heads over towards his desk and easily slips into his chair and wakes up his computer before looking over at Alice. What's the plan, boss? Do you happen to know anyone over at Boulder's office? The closest person I happen to know in the state senate is over at Veronica Raleigh's office. From what I'm told, they're kind of friendly. Boulder over there. I suppose that's good enough for our purposes. Perhaps you might get in touch with your friend. See if they know anything that might placate Mr. Boulder and get us a peace offering that will keep him happy. That's it? That's the plan? It's sometimes better to wait out things than to try and fix them right away. Alice turned and headed for her office with a wave of her hand. Lawrence, on the other hand, pulled out his cell phone and reluctantly dialed his phone contacts. His phone soon connected to his friend. Hi, yes, Stella, hi, it's Lawrence Young. I was wondering if you'd like to have lunch? It's a job-related thing. I know, unfortunately, it's not what we were hoping for. He waited a few seconds for the reply to come and heard a yes out of it. You can. Great. Thanks. Uh, we'll meet you at the deli diner. It's the, I don't know. I'll explain it all to you. It's silly, and hopefully you understand. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll see you in about half an hour. He heard a further muffled yes, and not wasting any more time, ended the phone call and stuffed it back into his pocket, and headed out for lunch. Half an hour later found him at the busy and noisy deli diner where the afternoon lunch run was still on. 
Off in a corner sat Stella and Lawrence, both of them with hearty sandwiches in front of them, and on a large pot of coffee sitting there waiting for them to refill their mugs. Stella proceeds to pour herself another hot, fresh mug. So, what is this? You call me out and it's a work-lunch date instead of something more interesting? Please tell me this gets more interesting, Lawrence. Ah, uh, Lawrence? Ah, uh, yes. You know Colonel Balder, state senator representative, is... Well, we kind of accidentally pissed him off and the art council, and now he's threatening our budget at the arts because we got some credit last night for an art gallery opening. And isn't it your job to get credit for opening art? Yes, but he's connected to the gallery, and it was his daughter's. And, you know, yeah, and politicians will also be politicians, as my boss Alice would put it. They're a bit like babies, and they, things don't go their way. Not her exact words, by the way, so please don't quote me. What, what can I do for you, then? What do you need from me? We're just looking for a way to ease the situation, something to give to Colonel Boulder to keep him happy and forgetful that we got slighted. Oh, that's easy. Promises more art funds for his district. He won't care about art, but the jobs and money... Lawrence jumped up from the booth. Ha ha! I knew I could count on you. Thank you. I have to go. I am so sorry. Lawrence proceeded to hurry out of the busy diner, leaving Stella sitting there shaking her head and sipping her coffee. Having rushed all the way from the deli diner, Lawrence was back in the office, moving as fast as his legs would carry him, all the way to Alice's office from the parking lot. She is at her desk, looking at her cell phone as Lawrence comes charging in, out of breath. <sighs> I, I've, I've got it. It's simple. Balder or something else. Balder. He wants jobs in his district and money to give him more power. So why not direct funds to his, his district? A good plan with a fatal flaw. We don't have funds to direct to his district without a budget approval. But we can make it work out, I think. We can? Can we? Yes. Call our boss, Senator Hook, and tell him that we'd like to have him have dinner with our senator friend, Balder. But first, we'll have him come to the council, just so we can debrief him on what he needs to say to keep this moving along. And what needs to be said. Promises that if the budget goes through, so does the money. Ta-da-tat. Oh, the usual I pat your back, you pat mine kind of thing. Yes, now get Hook over here quickly. We need to make sure that nothing goes wrong again. Lawrence nodded and headed out of the office while Alice picked up her office phone and dialed Lucia's number. Lucia, I was hoping that your boss would be free tonight to have dinner at the fancy Garden of Beers and Wines. Tell him that it will be paid for by the Yard Council, and that it will be in his interest that things go well. You're up to something. Oh, I'm always up to something if it keeps the old bandwagon of the art council kicking. I'll pass your message on. Knight quickly rolled around as Hook finds himself standing at the front entrance of the restaurant of the Garden of Beer and Wine. He looked cautiously around. Alice stood on one side of him and Lawrence on the other. You said he'd be here. Well, where is he? 
Alice pointed towards a small group of people down the sidewalk a few dozen feet away. Right there, sir. If you and Lawrence would like to go in and get the table. No, I feel I should be here, otherwise he'll start to think I'm running away. The small group grew closer and closer until they were a few feet away, at which point Boulder broke away from his group and approached them. Ah, what are you doing out here? It's cold and the food is inside. Boulder, without waiting, pushed his way past them, and in turn they all followed him into the restaurant. The group had been sat in the far corner of the restaurant. The table was mostly quiet since they'd been sat down with untouched drinks and a nibbled-on appetizer sitting in the middle of the table. The waiter strolled up holding their main courses. The group quietly sat there as the waiter set down the plates in front of them and then studied where he'd put everything. That looks about right. Is there anything else I could get for you tonight? Thank you, no, thank you. The waiter nods and slips away, and they all stare at their food for a second. All right, enough is enough. This is too awkward, and we don't want to ruin dinner because we're afraid to say what needs to be said. What did you bring me out here to feed and sell me on? I understand that you've been rather disappointed with the fact that you didn't get credit for last night's gallery opening. And you may be looking for ways to express that frustration towards our little art council. I see you fear my ability to cut your budget, and it is a thought that has crossed my mind. Yes, yes, Falder, we understand that. Um, but we want to make sure that that doesn't happen. Oh, and how do you plan to do that, Hook? I'm not an easy person to please, as my wife and daughter remind me on a constant basis. I try to do things for them instead of me, but... They just don't listen or see what I'm doing for them. Promises and favors, the usual between us politicians. I do something which would be returned by you. And what would this entail, per se? What am I getting and what are you getting? Money and jobs funneled to your district by the Art Council. But only if you can promise that our budget gets through the committee and then past the state senate. And if I can't do that, or if I want something more? Lawrence sat up. What more could you want? A written note published in the paper thanking me for my part in making the art gallery last night happen, and in tomorrow's newspaper. Don't think we can get it into tomorrow's paper, but that's only due to the late hour and that they've probably already printed tomorrow's paper. But if we can print it on the day after? Yes, I think fine, fine. We all must make some compromises, though I'm curious as to why you brought your lackeys with you, Hook. Lawrence looked annoyed at being called a lackey. We're only here to make sure that any promises that are made aren't over the top and un. Keepable, so to speak. Well, at least you're an honest lackey. Let's enjoy this meal as a sign of we'll cooperate with one another for now. The four settle in to enjoy the rest of their meal. The morning, once again, rolled around and Hook found himself sitting in his art council office looking at the fiscal budget numbers that Lawrence had handed him. He scowls and leans back in his chair as Alice came in. 
Good morning, Commissioner. The letter given proper credit to Balder was sent off last night to my contact at the paper. They promised it would make it into the back page of the arts section. Good, good. Uh, it did come at a slight cost, though. You'll need to do an interview for the paper within the next few days. Everyone wants a favor these days, I guess. Alice, it just occurred to me that I probably should not have bowed down to Boulder. And why is that, sir? My party's credo is cutting the budget and finding ways to make dollars stretch and stretch. By agreeing to this deal, I've gone against my party's wishes when I had a golden opportunity to cut the budget because we couldn't get it passed. I'm sorry to hear that, sir. Now, I have some paperwork for you to look through to prep for your interview. It goes over the entire deal that allowed the art gallery to open the other day. It's all about what funds go where and why they went where they did. And of course, we're using Dominic Boulder's art gallery as our prime example of how this will be successful. I'll have the reporters sent up to the meeting room when they get here this afternoon. You sound like you're not going to be here. I will be around. I have a busy day arranging for Boulder's district to get what it needs in the future. If you'll excuse me, I'll be back when I have the papers. Alice walked back to the door, leaving Lawrence standing there awkwardly next to Hook, who glanced over at him. Lawrence, Alice is getting big britches again. If you could do me a great favor, I think we need to find that fabled red button to threaten Alice with again. She's getting a bit too bossy for my liking. Uh, yes sir, I'll get on to that. Lawrence quietly departed the office to go start his research. Hook, meanwhile, slumped back into his chair, rubbing his temples. He felt a headache the size of an art council starting to approach. End of episode three. Thank you for listening.